welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode, and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at Theater in the Now, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Who's ready for a pageant? And no, I'm not talking about season four of Iconic. Canada's Drag Race has taken the girls to the page to see if they have what it takes to win it all. And joining me to break it all down is someone who knows a thing or two about a competition. It's the songbird herself, Castrata. Hi. How are you? Good. How's I'm your freaking... quarantine been? Have you been singing oh, every day? You know, actually, no, I've been singing a lot less and it's been like, bad for me i need to be singing constantly so i can like maintain my endurance just sing out the window for your neighbors oh god i'm sure they would love that i'm sure they can hear me through the wall (laughs) so i'm not really worried about them hearing me (laughs) um no but i just like it's hard like trying to do the shows yeah damn like i haven't been performing so when i do 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 haha um when i do a show i try to do them like every two weeks I'm like, ugh, my voice. Yeah. Compared to like, you know, I used to do at least two or three shows a week. Right. You know, if not more. Well, maybe that's generous. <laughs> well, ho- hopefully things will get semi-normal eventually soon and we can all get back to doing the things we were in the middle of doing. Literally, I was like so in the middle of like, I was like, in this moment of my life, I was like, okay, this is it. This is yep. the year. I'm going to fucking pump my shit up. I'm getting my drag together. Like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of new drag, uh, before we get into the Canada's drag race of it all, we had a new announcement saying we're getting Holland's drag race. Oh my God. Starting September 18th on Wow Presents Plus. Yeah. Are I'm you excited? Like- Wait, when did they say it's starting? September 18th. What? I know. Wait, they've already filmed it? Apparently so. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Oh my god. Um, we did learn I that... I that. Yeah. We, like, I, I think it was... promo, but it didn't register to me. I don't know why. Cause I'm... Yeah, uh, I think on Friday <laughs> they announced that the show will be hosted by Fred Van Leer, who none of us Americans know. probably know who he is. But he is a Dutch stylist and host of Say Yes to the Dress Benelux. I don't know. Dutch, I don't speak I looked at his Instagram, and I I saw him doing, like, some drag little moments. Yeah, I don't know if that's for the show or if he does drag. But, yeah, I did did take note of that, that there are some drag photos. I pretty. I guess Jeffrey Boyer and uh, what's-her-name don't do drag either. I don't well, know what, what's her well, name again. Cece uh, McKenzie. Yeah, But what I what I say is, it takes three to be rude. It takes a model, it takes a yeah, queen, and it takes an actor, and they are the best of what we got. So, but wait, Holland is only going to have one. I don't know. That's all they announced. I'm sure there's going to be like a Ross and Carson and a Michelle. There'll probably be like a drag queen on the panel, hopefully. Right. Or this person is doing drag. I don't know. We'll find we'll find out soon, but. I'm excited. There's some pretty famous Dutch queens, like are, are international there? queens. I'm pretty sure there are. 
I mean, I'm excited because, like, UK was an incredible series. Canada's an incredible series. I'll take another oh, incredible yeah. season. Yeah, so, but is it going to be, in, it's probably going to be subtitled, right? Um, I don't know. I would assume so. Um, but the promo we, we got was in English. That's true. So we'll, we'll see. But let's I mean, talk. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. yeah, go on, go on. <laughs> let, let, let's talk about this current episode of uh, Canada's Drag Race, episode mm-hmm. seven. Mm. Um, it was a fun one. It was a good one. This is my favorite of the season so far. Yeah, it was it was different because it's something we've never really seen before on the show. Yes. I really um, hope that they take this challenge and put it on Drag Race, America Drag Race. I agree. I think this was it was <laughs> well done. Um, maybe not do the hometown down funky crappy kind of pageant. Maybe do something a little more glamorous for Drag Race, but um, I don't know. This was cute. I like- I like that it was campy and that it was meant to be like super absurd. Yeah. But um, what was I gonna say? I wish, like, honestly, I would take this over the those other improv challenges that they've been doing. Like yeah. the what's the one they just did in All Stars where they the were the Shamz. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, I agree. And like they set them up with like the scenarios, like just make them create a character and give them free reign. Exactly. Give them the, the categories the, and just like let them. And do this was drag. Do. This was what we see yeah. in drag. So that's why it hit. So we'll get into the specific specifics of it, but let's talk about after the elimination. Boa is gone. Alona is heartbroken, even though she's still thrilled to be there. Priyanka is proud that the world got to see Boa for who Boa is. Mm-hmm. Um, Alona knows why she is there. She doesn't care what Priyanka thinks or what that old one thinks. She's just a shade lady. Rita is not that old. In fact, I think Rita is my age and she is not a senior <laughs> citizen. And therefore, <laughs> stop talking like that, you bitch. Oh my god, gag. <laughs> um, That's so funny. Lemon is glad that the two girls that started a fight with her in, in Untucked had to lip sync and hope that curse continues. Mm-hmm. So Lemon runs down why everyone voted for her. Jimbo was jealous of her. Scarlet because she forgot everyone's critiques and Lemon was last. Mm-hmm. Lona doesn't think they're close. And Boa thinks she's fake. So none of those equate to Lemon is the worst and should go home. It's getting personal now. What, what did you think of all that? Um, yeah, I can't believe that they all came for her in that moment. And it's obviously because she's doing so well. Yeah. And they're just jealous. Like, it's just pure jealousy because she hasn't really... You know, I I always say... I, I did a singing competition. I always talk about the story because it really, like, changed me as far as, like, a competitor. Um, I did a singing competition a while ago, like, when I had first graduated college in Houston. And I got kind of a similar reaction because I wasn't like everyone, trying to be everyone's best friend in the competition. And I right. was doing well, obviously. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and they were just jealous because I was fucking slaying and they there was nothing they could do about me slaying. So the only thing that they could do was just be bitter. And I remember some moments where like, when I would get critiqued, there would be like other competitors like family members, like, yeah, they need a, you need to critique him, blah, 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 finally, da, 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 da. And just like, what am I doing against you that is making you feel this way? Nothing. Right. I'm not outwardly being mean to anyone, and I don't think Lemon is, 
I mean, Lemon yeah. is really funny and she can read really well. So she's probably like reading them off camera and stuff like that. But that's like all in the front. Right. I really doubt that she was being like an obvious like snooty bitch to them because I don't and, really. And I, th- I think that she's also not necessarily a full time Canadian queen. She is that's an outsider thing. to them. Um, so it's yeah, an easy target. I really agree with that point. They they're definitely like this bitch from New York City. Blah blah blah. I mean she I mean she was born in Canada, right? right. Mm-hmm. And raised in Canada. Right. And she just she came, came to New, New York, York for, for college. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like she's like been living in New York for that long. Exactly. And I she's still a Canadian citizen. So Yeah, and no, I'm I'm <laughs> I would assume that she'll be doing a lot of uh drag in Canada for a while now. She's made a yeah. pretty good name for herself. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't know where they are in quarantine, but it just makes sense because there's no yeah. drag here. Well, like, I, I look at some people like Priyanka, her story, like, she seems to be performing in That's clubs what I thought a lot. Are they doing shows? I think so. That's what I've been, I've been seeing stuff with people doing shows. Yeah, well. Good for them. They, they, they took the pandemic seriously, apparently. Clearly. Well, Rita thinks she won because she was beautiful and serving something different. Uh, I don't know what they're seeing in Rita. It's not I translating don't. on TV. I okay. I like her. I do too. She obviously is a good drag queen. She's been doing it for a long time. She knows what she's doing. She obviously has made a career out of it, and yes. that's you know respect. You know you gotta respect that. But I don't know why she's been winning. Me or why they've been either. like living so hard for her yeah because it's not like her drag has been like revolutionary or not anything at by all. but i think that she is a strong performer and yeah. she commits to her you know characters and stuff like that so i mean yeah, I don't. I, don't yeah, think I mean, I think she, she's one. doing well. She should. She should still be here. Should she have won a couple of these challenges? I don't think so. No. So I'm not really sure how. The, what they see is not what we see. But. It was really. That was the the. Um, was that the lo- lawyer commercials that they had yes. to do? Yeah, and she just did like the French accent in the background exactly. thing. Like she was such a background character in that scene. You want to talk about one note? I thought Jimbo was gonna win. So nice. With that in the denim runway, yeah, like they didn't even like consider it. It seemed like because I don't know, her yeah. Rita's denim looks looked like cheap. It was very cheap. It looked like fake denim. It didn't even look like real denim. Yeah, it was know. not the best look. But you and know then, who like, wanted the reveals, to win? Was like, okay, cool. yeah, the reveals were terrible. Arm. But Boba yeah. wanted to win, um, but she doesn't know what else to give. Like. Girl, get ready for another hard episode because we don't know what you have to give either to win this. I know. Thing. I, I I think that she's doing well, but she is. She's clearly not standing out enough. Yeah, Bobo doesn't want to be safe. She's defeated, but Priyanka says she's not defeated. She's pissed. Just look at that face when you can see the emotion through that all that filler. She's livid. Priyanka yeah. is the confessional queen. She is the season's like she's gonna. Honestly, if she doesn't make top three, I could see her being like congeniality. Yeah, I can see or it. Or fan favorite, whatever. Absolutely. <laughs> whatever it's called now. <laughs> yeah, well, Alona starts being Alona. Bobo is not having it. And as she, as Alona says, sorry, have your moment, love you. Alona, shush it. We're going to hear a lot out of you this episode. Oh, my God. 
Top six, it's a new day in the workroom. All the girls hate Lemon, so she's going to send them home. Half the competition is gone. After Rudevel delivers a pageant message, Brooklyn comes in and informs them that the maxi challenge is a drag pageant. And as Priyanka says, y'all skip it over the mini to get to the maxi today. They will be entered into the Miss Loose Jaw pageant. It's all about small town girls with big personalities. They will embody a character and compete in talent, swimsuit, and the all-important interview. It's not about being best in show. They have to bring their girl to life and make her funny. Bring it, bitch. Interesting. A nice little twist on a um, pageant where it's an acting mm-hmm. challenge, but it still has an homage to the drag world. Yeah, I'm, like I said, I love this challenge. It needs to be a drag race staple, yeah. in my opinion. As the winner of the Maxi Challenge, Rita gets to pick which miss goes to which sis. Rita will be mismatched, who is so hashtag blessed. Misbehaving is the town bicycle, a phrase I've never heard before, is given to Jimbo because she loves her curves and sex positive persona. Um, Misinformed, with an opinion on everything, is going to Scarlet Bobo. Mm-hmm. Miss Fitz is a bratty pageant princess assigned to Lemon. Miss Erebol is a sad sack and Eeyore, and of course goes to Alona, who claims she hasn't been toned down yet. Misdemeanor is Priyanka. So, who would you want to be if you had to be one of these characters? I probably would have wanted to have been Jim Bose, the yeah. slutty one. Not Miss Fitz? Mm, I mean, I guess that one would have been, been like, those two were the best characters. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. To be fair. They had the most that you could do stuff with. And yeah, I could see I could see either one of those being my yeah. choice. Or misdemeanor. Yeah, but I would have fun. done it I would have done it differently. I grew up in the hood, bitch, so <laughs> Priyanka starts working on a grown out group. <laughs> she asks Alona what she thinks, um, or if she should start over, and Alona's being shady and says you can't start over. Uh, that wig was an interesting choice. Lemon walks by in her bag of chips fur and her um, pageant hair, to which Priyanka says, I hate that. And Lemon just starts practicing her spoiled pageant princess wave. We all know how to do that, don't we? Mm-hmm. Lemon is really interesting here because she knows she has the confidence and is throwing it in their face. She knows she's going to do well. Yeah, and I think she's doing it more so now because she knows that it's working. It's an intimidation you know? factor. Yeah, she knows that she's she now she, she knows now for a fact that they're intimidated by yeah. her because mm-hmm. she's well-rounded and talented and yeah. charismatic. Meanwhile, Alona puts on her wig yeah. and understands <laughs> that this girl that she's about to play, um, as Priyanka says, you're not playing yourself, and that's going to be the theme of Alona's episode. Mm-hmm. It's time for Brooklyn's walkthrough. We start with Lemon, who is excited to be the pageant princess, and Brooklyn asks how she's feeling, and Lemon says that everyone had a personal reason, but Brooklyn spins it that they're scared of her and admits that she went through the same thing when she was on the show. I don't quite remember seeing that um, given to us, but I can see that being what she experienced. Yeah, maybe it wasn't shown on screen, but she definitely had... I mean, she was a confident performer. Yeah. She she really, like, was able to use dancing to her, you know, benefit. Because yeah. she was, she, like, I mean, 
she basically used her talent so many times to get out of the bottom. Yeah. I mean, if and anyone was upset with her, I think the only thing people in that workroom would have been upset with was her making out with Vanjie the entire time. You know, right? <laughs> Priyanka is excited to prove herself in an improv challenge. She's going to be rude and angry and has been through some shit. AKA Big Priyanka Energy. Choices. Love that. She makes really good, like, commentary that's totally going to be... And that's what's crazy, is she is good in this improv in confessionals, but she can't do it on I the know. stage. It's, I know. You know, I bet she was really going through it, like, mentally. Yeah. Cause she's like, I'm an actor. This is what I do. I do, exactly. like, improv. And when it came to actually coming through, it's just like Miss Cracker, when she was right. like, I'm funny. This is what I do. Uh, her season. She yeah, they have a very hard. similar track record. Very, very mm-hmm. similar trajectory. Yeah. Rita is going to be the one that is in love with love, and Brooklyn tells her to be over the top and out there, um, and she just has some difficulty showing it. She doesn't want people to see her vulnerable or weak. Um, she is representing a group of people, and Brooklyn brings it back to her yet again um, and says that's how she felt when she was on the show. <laughs> okay, Brooklyn, we get it. You were on the show. <laughs> it's almost like a reminder. Um <laughs> Bobo says it sucks not winning anything, and Brooklyn reassures her that she's doing well, just wrong place at the wrong time, and mm. slow and steady wins the race. And I thought that was very interesting to say at this moment, and especially in the world of editing a reality show. Yeah. Is, does Bobo have any chance to win? I don't know. I feel like she's getting a very Jan edit in this yeah. season. She's getting like, like, this is my moment. This is where I'm going to do it. And then it's like, this is my thing and then it just like doesn't happen mm-hmm. and they like literally this whole episode they made it feel like it's gonna she was gonna win yeah they did they gave her like all these commentary moments interview moments and you know it's just it's so messy yeah <laughs> well brooklyn gave flops into the couch to talk to alona who attempts to say her character's name um she's miserable and we'll play it Miss- over and over and miserable, 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 Brooklyn tells her to be funny and not one note. So at least Alona was told before the challenge started, don't be one note. Yeah. Alona she feels amazing piece. being the first two spirit indigenous person as a person to represent that kid. Uh, she wishes she had as a, um, mm-hmm. a child growing up. Um, and we got to hear that a couple times, but as when we get to the end of the episode, I want to, dissect that a little more about mm-hmm. how she was portrayed on the show jimbo and her blue contacts tell brooklyn that her process started with sketch comedy then clown then drag clown and she's looking forward to the pageant tonight um jimbo had a weird episode very weird episode for jimbo mm-hmm. very n- nothing we didn't get any like positive or negative until jimbo blew up are you talking about like well, I mean, he did well. Well, the- well no, just just like how um, Talking Head and Confessional points. Oh, like, gotcha, gotcha. There, there was nothing. We knew Jimbo wasn't going to be a competitor in winning the challenge based on the things Jimbo said. Mm. Yeah, because she's not really like a pageant. She's like, I'm a clown. Yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn reminds them all that they are not playing typical pageant girls and to be strong, be bold, and for fuck's sakes, be a winner. It's revealed that Allie X is going to be the guest judge and the girls freak out. Are you familiar with Ali X? Have you seen her live? Not at all. Same. <laughs> the only guest judge that I knew was Deborah Cox. That's it? You don't even know oh, Tom and, Green? Uh, oh, and Tom Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, from 
of when I was like seven. <laughs> right, the Tom Green show, not the Green Tom show. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm not familiar with Allie X. I know a lot of people were really excited before the season started and they announced Allie was going to be one of the guest judges. Well, I'm, I'm gagged that they didn't make uh, the drag queen the guest judge, Miss right. Dewberry. Yeah, you would think that would be a thing. Maybe she Iconic, legendary drag queen. You literally had her here on Maybe set. she couldn't sit through the entire thing. That's what I was thinking. It's a long she's day of seen, filming. Yeah, and she, you're right. And she's really old, clearly. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alona has one of Ali X's lyrics tattooed on her. Um, it's never mm -hmm. good enough. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I should probably get that tattooed also. Listen, I <laughs> I thought of the same thing because I was like, that's an Evanescence lyric, bitch. Like, good enough. <laughs> I was like, that's one of my lyrics. All right, we are moving on to Miss Loose Jaw. It's hosted by Jeffrey Boyer Chapman because, of course, it is. Ugh. To be honest, I have written the character he was playing in a play that I wrote called Pageant Tales and Beauty Fails. Mm -hmm. And I think it's time I, I maybe I'll do a digital reading of it. It's a really fun play. You should, because like originally it was done with cisgender women as the pageant queens. So I think we should do it as with drag queens. Uh, duh. It was. It's a really funny play. Um, so we get the judges as we talked about drag royalty Michelle Dewberry, uh, who is a founding member of the Great Imposters. We get mm -hmm. Canada Squirrel friend Tracy Melcher and Degrassi Stefan Brogren. Are you a fan of Degrassi? I did not grow up watching Degrassi. Me though. either. I know a lot of people who did, yeah. but it was not one of my shows. Yeah, I guess it was a big, big um, Canadian thing that did seep its way into America a little bit, but... Yeah, and I was actually a little too young when it kind of was really popping off. I was mm -hmm. I was probably like, like 10, 7 or 8 yeah. or 10, and, and Degrassi was more for like teens and like right. 15, 16... It's kind of like where we got Drake. Yeah, I know. Crazy. So the six contestants do a typical pageant intro wearing the same ill-fitted blue dress, each exposing their personalities through their face. How much rehearsal time do they get for this? I'm imagining none. It was pretty good. They probably had like just a quick blocking rehearsal. Like yeah. this is what you're going to do. This is where you're going to come out. Like, well, because I mean, a lot of them came out there was really only a few scenes where they were all together. Right. A lot of it was just like individual performances. Yeah. Well, we get a little intro from each of them. Rita as mismatched has that terrible skin tone fabric over her arms. Oh um, my It's God. distracting. So distracting. Uh, well, she, she is did it not her so tattoos, I guess. Right. But then she covered her tattoos in the <laughs> runway. That's, that's I'm like, why I don't you understand. just do that at the beginning of the day? So Unless my, it was my, two different days. Well, my question is, these costumes were clearly given to them by production. Right. So did she ask to have the tattoos covered? Or is it because I'm, she was this character? I'm thinking that she maybe had it. Like, she brought it with her. Just in and case she just, felt like she needed to cover it up. Gotcha. And was like, okay, I'm going to use it now. Yeah, it was terrible. It was. It was like, you could see it all. I know. It was like, you could see the fucking sleeves. I'm like, yeah, what are you doing? Oh, it was so gross. At least wear a fucking bracelet. Right. <laughs> but then Priyanka, it was all fucking saggy. I was like, was, what? It is was this? wrinkly. It was really bad. I thought maybe she was doing it for, like, comedic purposes. I don't think so. <laughs> well, think I'm so. gonna... I'm gonna pretend. Okay. <laughs> for that reason. <laughs> well, Priyanka's misdemeanors motto is, she's gonna make you pay. And she's pregnant. Uh -huh. uh, she thanks her dad for abandoning her and her baby. 
but stop kicking her. Okay, that was pretty funny. It was started good. Started I like good. I liked her choices that she made. She started strong. Yeah. I was okay. This can go somewhere. Yeah. Jimbo's misbehaving is literally once again Davina DeCampo. Literally. Oh my God, he really does look like her. It's You're so right. creepy. Um, so I, she, I don't know why I I feel so stupid. I always call Jimbo he. I don't know why. It's a natural thing. Um, I I have floated that a couple times because. Jimbo feels more of a masculine name. Yeah, but even when um, I say Bob, the drag queen, I say she. Yeah, yeah, it's very, it's very interesting. I and I know I, I slip up all the time with Alona where I accidentally refer to her, to them as, as her. her. Um, yeah. But I think she does sometimes, in, at least in the drag world, it's acceptable, but I'm not right. sure. But yeah, Jimbo touches herself and can be dirty girl and her life goal is to lose her gag reflex. Funny, 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 funny. So funny. Miserable is Alona. Watching her is making me miserable. Literally. Scarlet it's, uses... I think it's, well, I feel like with hers, it started off like, okay. Okay, now you got out of the way. You did the sad bit. Now what are you going to do? You know? Yeah, exactly. One note. Yeah. Scarlet uses a very pingy voice as misinformed, and her goal is to be better than everybody else. Uh, thank herself for just being the best in this in a sea of basics. Okay. I feel like she was doing like a, um, I don't know if it was inspired by Kristen Wiig, but it was definitely giving me Kristen Wiig that. Yeah. Oh, I'm just like really like I'm taller than that. So blah, 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 like that character. I can definitely see that. Penelope. Yeah. That's Penelope. Yeah, I can definitely see that. That's very interesting. Good, good, uh, good that's read. a really good, good choice. I would have probably done something similar, but I just yeah. didn't really like her execution. Yeah, I mean it was it it was it was so good though, better than some. Um, but then we it had started off good, but then yeah. it, for me it felt one note too. Yeah, Lemon as Misfits, whose life goal is to finally win a pageant and tell her mother she was wrong. Um, again, this is literally a character I wrote in my play. Oh my god! Um, so she's Miss, Miss Alabama. So we need to get the copyright police out. <laughs> <laughs> Someone stole my play. No, I'm kidding. So up first is talent. Did they pick their talent or was it part of the script? I think they picked their talents. So I guess production, they came, once production said, I need XYZ props or maybe. whatever. And they went to go buy them. Or maybe they had like a list of talents. They maybe, could, maybe that's what it was. And then they chose from that. Yeah. Well, Alona does painting. But then, and... what, but then the only thing is if they, if they, what if they all wanted to fucking pick the same one? Exactly. That's why I was wondering if it, I was wondering if it was in the script because it was very, very specific. I think um, they let them pick their own. Yeah, well, someone, find out. Go ask Lemon. Let us let us know. You know what? Maybe I will. <laughs> <laughs> Alona does painting and has painted a mustache on her face because that is apparently what Miserable does. Uh, so she paint, paints some eggplants and feels like they're mocking her. So she decides to give them some sexualized shirt off and rubbing paint on herself. She got the reaction for the audience that she wanted because they were uncomfortable and that apparently is comedy. Yeah, I was like, no, mama. They're she was like, so off. Like, she missed the mark there. It was there. so, like, like, I get what she was trying to do, but it was just like, okay, this isn't that funny. It's not I mean, as funny she, as you think it is. Exactly. She got it right. We were all uncomfortable. Yeah. Priyanka dances for two. She gives a lot of angry faces doing her version of Swan Lake, and then bam, she gives birth right off stage. That was funny. It was a very good choice. Yeah. I like to, like, 
the foolish modern dancing and just yeah. very like very bad. <laughs> yeah. Jimbo in her Divina de Campo purple uh, does animal calls of the bum bum gerbil, the double headed dildo bird, and <laughs> the big dick snake. Very it's wild. So stupid. So <laughs> dumb. Um, also, she says she's not a runway queen, but I beg to differ. You wait. You you cut up there a little bit. She said what? Well, she said she was a runway queen, but I beg to differ. Like, she's been serving on the runway. Oh yeah. This one. I don't know why she said that. Cause she's been serving so many like unique looks. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't. I guess she when she thinks runway queen, she thinks like model skinny, right. like you know. And that's how she doesn't see herself. But she yeah. was definitely serving like fashion and I like agree. couture. Yeah. Well, Scarlett does bongo and starts off pretending they are glasses of water and then starts slapping the bongo. Um, I don't know if she has previous experience, but she was good. It was funny. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't too, like, I wasn't laughing. I'll, okay, I'll okay. say that. It, I just thought at that point I, I was over the stick. Okay, that's fair. And the um, voice was starting to get annoying. <laughs> it, in a way, I don't know why, it reminded me kind of of, like, Lucille Ball. Like, I could see uh, Lucy doing that kind of shtick. Yeah, but I just didn't feel like she... Also, I just, I don't know. I think also the hair was throwing me off, too. I didn't really like her hair. <laughs> oh, the hair was terrible. The hair was absolutely terrible. Yeah, um, I was like, if you're going to be, like, this person who's, like, perfect at drag and knows everything, like, you're going to wear this busted yeah. wig. Yeah, it, was it wasn't busted. But it was just like not right for no. Lemon is a mime in a really cute outfit. I don't know if that was hers or the productions or where she got it, but I really liked it. I don't know. It was really funny though. But you know what I noticed? I love when like you can tell that the editing has is enhancing the performance. Yes. For example, in Lemon's performance, they added sound effects for every mind movement that she had, which obviously yep. the people in the audience did not have. Exactly. So that just makes Lemon look better, mm-hmm. which is kind of shady. That's reality TV sometimes. Production shadiness. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it, it was funny. I think her slamming into the invisible wall, well, we yeah. did the sound it effect. Was, nah, it was, Smart it was choice. Funny. Like, yeah. she did really well, and I would have been laughing. Yeah. But I'll, 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 I just noticed that in yeah, Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing with editing, is they want you to feel the way they want you to feel, and they will make sure mm-hmm. you feel that mm-hmm. way. And that's They kinda... wanted to make sure you felt that Lemon did a little bit better than yeah. Scarlet Bobo. Exactly. Then we had Rita, who was gift-wrapping and wraps her dog Rita, and honestly, I have no idea what the hell this was. It was very much lost in translation. So dumb, yeah. And again, this is why I ask, was this what they were assigned as their talent, or did they pick it? Because if she picked gift-wrapping... I know, when she picked up the scissors, she's like, remind me of my lesbian sister, thinking of you. And I'm like, okay. Like, you're yeah. grasping at straws now. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very strange. Well, swimsuit is all six queens in the same look, except Rita has flippers on. I Why? I don't know. Why? And then Alona says that she knows that girl, meaning Rita's character. She is on her friends list. She knows that girl. Like she's too much. Yeah. Rita <laughs> reminds us that there were not supposed to be one note as we watch Priyanka, who is one note. Lol. Alona's character is very unlikable. 
And as Lemon says, she hasn't delivered any comedy. Oh, and guess what? Lemon pads because she wants the judges to know she can do it. I am so happy that she did that. I was like, look at that butt. It's so round I know. and perfect. It looks, it looks so good on her. It looks so natural. Yeah. I just don't understand why. Okay, I understand why she doesn't because she's a dancer. I get it. Mm-hmm. And, like, dancers want to have, like, the flexibility of movement. And when you're wearing pads, you can't always, you know, do a fucking jump split in the air. <laughs> right. So I get it why she doesn't wear pads. But I feel like when you're on runway and you're not dancing, you should be wearing yeah. body. But, I mean, Because you want to look, you want to serve the best silhouette that you possibly can. And not saying that one silhouette's better than the other, but, like, when you're trying to serve, like, full female like glamazon fantasy like that's just the way it's portrayed yeah. but i have to say I'm, i i i am proud of her for listening to the critiques and taking the critiques and she was very smart when she responded to them later she yeah. says i'm gonna always make sure i show you the best silhouette as yep. in like maybe she feels another silhouette is appropriate for another look yeah. She's not giving that to them. <laughs> yeah. It is time for the question and answer. If Rita had one wish, she would like everybody to be as hashtag blessed as she is. You want to talk about one note? Here we go. What was that dress? Oh my God, she wrote hashtag blessed on it. Yeah, it was terrible. Priyanka, after being asked how to make the Canadian literacy rate 100%, accuses Tracy of saying she can't read. So she says everyone stop reading because reading is for dumb people. And then the walking recycling bin, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman oh responds God. with, no, God. honey, reading is fundamental. Yeah. He was okay. waiting for that moment. He was waiting for it. He was waiting for it. <laughs> Jimbo is asked what the most important thing to teach the children. So she asks to hear it again as she deep throats the microphone. <laughs> so good. Funny. So fucking funny. If Alona had one wish, she would delete her family and go home because she's tired of being a beauty queen. Mm. Same girl. Meh. Yeah. Yeah. If Scarlet could give her younger self advice, she would not because she's amazing and advice is not in her vocabulary. That not was a great a, answer. It was like a it was like a funny response for her character. Yeah. But I feel like she could have like uh, structured the joke better. I agree. She was not, she's not good at punchlines. Yeah. And she's, I think that because her character is such that frantic character, it didn't really give her time or the mm-hmm. ability to process what she was going to say. Right. Because she felt like she had to be like, <laughs> yeah. like all the time. I agree. So, so it didn't really give her that opportunity to like nail that punchline. Yeah. Lemon gets the advice question, and she would kill that bitch, Tracy, who beat her, and she would have won her first crown. Oh, and world peace. Funny. Waiting for it. Was waiting for it. Someone had to Yeah, I was, like, surprised that no one else had referenced it at all. Yeah. So who will win? The confessionals make it seem like it'll be Lemon or Scarlet, but wait, where's Michelle? She left a note saying, see ya, suckers, and stole the crown, so no crowning tonight. Dumb. <laughs> I was like, why are it. they doing this? Uh, I I wanted them to crown a winner. Yeah, I did too. I was like, have. but then I forgot. Like, or oh, this is like a pageant within a pageant. <laughs> <laughs> or let them all be the winner. Make it a real tie thing. 
Yeah, that would be funny. Or just like do something else. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, I, I get why they did what they did because they were trying to do the whole like nobody wins yeah. like snap game, but it was just like, eh. yeah. Another day, another doll is going home tonight. Rita is covering her two tattoos so she can have a natural look because like maybe, maybe that's when she saw um, how bad it looks on the uh, <laughs> in this challenge. She's like, fuck it, I can't do it now. Someone told her something like yeah. Don't wear that fucking body sock ever again. Could you imagine if that was what she was going to plan on wearing? I would have thrown my shoe at the screen. Yeah. Jimbo is going to snatch her face back with the elastics. Have you ever done anything with the with tape and snatching her face back? I have not because I don't need to. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> no, I haven't though. But yeah. also when I do the I do like a um, ace bandage under my wig instead of mm-hmm. tape. And it usually like, like yanks me. Yeah, it's way better. If anyone needs a fucking better tip than duct tape, I don't like to because I don't like to rip out my hair. Right. I don't like to put tape on my face. That's not meant for your face. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so the ace, you put your wig cap and then you just wrap the ace bandage, the one that grips itself. Right. And it's super tight. There you go. Drag hack with Castrata. There you go, bitch. Tensions. Yes. Tensions are high in the workroom as the sissies are at each other. Over what? Who the fuck knows? Scarlet is tired. Alona doesn't want her energy. Scarlet doesn't want the commentary. But Levin and Priyanka clearly want the fighting as Priyanka says, it's fun. Do you love watching girls fight? I do. <laughs> do you, are you in the one in the back just eating the popcorn? Yes. And also, like, with the um, <laughs> adding oil to the fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Priyanka <laughs> says this is the Seinfeld of all fights because nothing is happening. <laughs> in this next portion of the fight, Scarlet is blowing up because Alona says she can't express herself, but Alona can can express herself because she's she's using a calm voice what the actual fuck yeah i was like um nothing is calm about your demeanor right now and then guess what we take an immediate switch yet again this week and we start talking about michelle dubry fight still yeah we're talking about michelle dubry now yeah were they had you, to add that in there yeah were, were you familiar with michelle dubry prior to this episode no neither was i I'm guessing and, she's she's Canadian, obviously. Yeah. And I feel yeah, like I maybe that's me being bad, and I should have known the history. But I feel like it's a very Canadian history. And if I am wrong, please someone it tell has me I'm to wrong. Because I'm like, I mean, I know like the legends, the American legends, right. but I don't know like anything about Canadian drag history. Right. Well, so we it's learned, a great lesson. Yeah, absolutely. We learned that Michelle Dubry is a Canadian icon and a drag legend. She is the oldest working drag queen in the world. And they all call her a trailblazer and that she fought to be a queen when it wasn't safe. Being the age she is, that's full tea. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Rita says that, yeah, Rita says that Lady Bunny was one of her first inspirations because it was the first time she saw a larger queen and that drag isn't just for skinny legends. Uh, We see that Rita was bigger and performed in her undies and the crowd loved her and it gave her her confidence to be the queen she is now. Uh Uh-huh. If that's not a winner's edit, I don't know what it is. I know. Why are they really? 
I don't know if they're gonna have her win, but I definitely I think they're editing her to be in the top three. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they feel pressured to have a French speaking yeah. queen in the top three to represent like a little bit of everyone in Canada. Absolutely. Which well, is th- fine, but like, ugh. I she could at least done a little better. <laughs> T. While discussion of body begins, and we are not talking about Alona's butt, but Lemon. Lemon states that she shouldn't be complaining, and many would love to have the body she has, but the dance world is basically you staring at yourself in a mirror, trying to correct what's wrong. She shares that she's never had the body of a male dancer, and has worked really hard to love the skin that she's in. Um, And I think this was a really important moment for her. I do too, and I like totally relate to that, because a musical theater you know you know i grew up not grew up but like i majored in it and i've right. had been a performer before i was doing drag and for me i'm like five five i'm a little twink i don't look like an ensemble person because all the ensemble guys are tall and muscular and i'm not like i'm incredibly overly latin to where i like can play it convincingly like I'm, my Spanish is terrible so I get like being in the field that you're super passionate about but like also not being the right type for it right and I think it's really smart that she decided that that was going to be her outlet and obviously it has been and that's the same in the, the same story that I went through too I I actually I mean what really inspired me is a sidetrack but um, to get into drag more was Laganja in an interview when she was doing So You Can Dance. And she was saying, like, I got into drag because I was the same, similar to Lemon. Like, I was a very feminine dancer. I was skinny. And, like, I wasn't, like, muscular and masculine. And so she just decided to, like, embrace her feminine side. And that's kind of, like, what I started doing, too. Is like, I fucking sing like a woman because I can. Right. Not not that I can't do a like tenor stuff for musical theater, but like I really, this is what I'm passionate about. So why am I not just doing it? Exactly. Because I had always like wanted to do it, and I never thought that I could be good at it, or I just felt like it was not really like I wanted to focus on musical theater because that's what yeah. I studied, you know. So I totally relate to this, and totally can see myself being successful as well. Yeah. No, and I I think this was a very relatable moment for a lot of people who are going to watch the show and relate themselves to Lemon being in that situation. And I find it a very interesting juxtaposition to how she's being critiqued by Brooklyn specifically about her body. Um, Because yet again, we're watching Brooklyn tell her, you have to do this to be a drag queen. Your body is wrong. Mm -hmm. So it's really, really interesting. And I'm, I'm curious to know how... Brooklyn feels about this editing, like because obviously she probably didn't hasn't seen it until now. Um, I don't even think she probably batted an eye, unless uh, someone no. mentioned it. I know that she did respond to the ask comments about Elena Verley oh, on she? Twitter. She, mm-hmm. Well, well, I feel like everyone was more mad about Jeffrey Boyer, although I saw some people bring up like why is everyone mad at him but not Brooklyn. Right. Um, she technically did say the same thing, but she mentioned on Twitter, she's like, hey guys, I just want to say, like, we're not body shaming her, blah, blah, blah. Like, I was just commenting, you can't really see on the TV that she had some uh, 
shaving bumps, which we all get. I get them too on my body. And I ha- when I get them, I have to, you know, put a little foundation on it so that you cover it up. I didn't notice this until I rewatched, um, I think we rewatched the last episode or, or whenever she was coming into the workroom in this episode mm-hmm. that she had put tights on. Oh, interesting. Did you notice that? I didn't she notice put that. On okay. on after the, um, I guess after they critiqued her on that. And also I noticed in the lip sync, she didn't even turn around one time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I felt so bad for her. Yeah. It was very, very, very interesting. Well, let's critique some more things. Let's yeah. discuss Sorry, the judges' I looks. I get so sidetracked. No, you're good. No, <laughs> no. I just think it's a, it's an interesting segue that we're like commenting on people critiquing things, and we're about to critique things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but let, let's talk about the judges' looks. Jeffrey was there, but Brooklyn looked sublime. She looked stunning this. Oh, week. with the perp- lavender uh-huh. tree, bitch. Yeah, she looked. And really then good. Stacy with that oversized turtleneck. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't it like cool. it, but I love it. It's so it in- weird. Cool. She must have been I like, I like. I actually really like. I have really enjoyed her um, looks yeah. for the runway. She, her hair has always been really on point. Mm-hmm. She's really great. Jeffrey Boy on the half on the other side with that fucking little blue eyeshadow bitch. Yeah. I mean, like that's literally <laughs> me just trying to put something on for an relationship show. Like literally, this is. It's not like I know I'm bad at what I'm doing. I'm and I know they have on. a fucking makeup artist there yeah. to do their makeup. Or Jeffrey's like, just like, like I want to do it. It's like he. I know, right? Or he doesn't want to come off as too feminine. He Girl, that's to too be late. Mad. Too late for that. He's so bad. Well, the worst, X. the worst host of that fucking yeah. pageant. I didn't I really touch that, but yeah, terrible. Allie X looks like an emo dream come true. Um, she's pretty dry delivering the lines, but she delivered all the lines with love. She was she was good doing the lines yeah i just think i don't understand why they're having these people who are not because it's not rue because rue does not want anyone taking her gig but like being like the sole host yeah and saying those iconic lines really i because if someone does it better that means you can be out of a job i don't think so i think that they're just trying to do a different like like a different setup and it's just not working no, these, some of these ho- the guest hosts have no personality none none well today on the runway category is pageant perfection and in honor of this we are going to play crowning or frowning so if we like it crowning if we don't like it frowning okay we are going to start off with alona verily the gown by Misty Meadows Girl, jewelry and top by Amped Accessories, hair by Awesome Bitch Wigs. I think it's a lovely look for Alona. The lilac monochromatic is her. The jeweled top is stunning and unique. I've never really seen something like that before. I do mm-hmm. too wish it came down all the way, but the hair is not it. It's not pageant, and the style is so strange. Um, I'm trying to remember the hair. If I look at the picture, is it going to cut me off of the video? No, no, it shouldn't. Um, I mean, as Brooklyn called it, yeah, I can. Yeah, Brooklyn called it. um, Dame Edna meets George Washington. So I know I liked the dress. Yeah, her hair and her hair and this is different in the in the photo. In her photo, oh yeah, no, it was it was um, kind of like very 
pushed back, but bigger. Kind of like Martha Washington more than George Washington. Honestly, hold on. I can literally just look at it right here. I have it on my computer still. So, I, like I said, I loved the dress. Oh, I'm seeing the hair now. Yeah, it is kind of like that back, pulled back. Like, um, yeah, yeah. I don't mind it. It just doesn't go with the dress. The, nope, hair that she's wearing in, the hair that she's wearing in that Instagram picture is perfection. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I liked the dress. It was very, like, her style of pageant. Which exactly. She put, like, her stamp on what it would be for pageant. You I know? agree. Um, the and love Jeff- the chain jewel top moment. Like I super can, I guarantee many people are going to be trying that for their new looks. Yeah, yeah, and it's not even like a new trend because people have been wearing right. body chains like that already. But the way that it's just so glamorous, yeah, and it's stunning. Stones, and it drapes her arms really well too. Yeah, well, Jeffrey doesn't know if sad sack is what Alona did. Brooklyn liked where she started but didn't go anywhere and thought she wanted she wanted the choker gone and just the earring studs. Allie X loved the look. Stacy wanted more stones clinging from her body. I agree with Stacy. I agree with the choker yeah. being gone because it makes her look it you lose her neck with right. the choker. And I, I honestly I think if you lose the choker you can keep the big earrings. Yes, I agree. And that's something that I've been told many times by Laguna. <laughs> yeah. She's like, don't wear a necklace. Like most of the time I don't wear necklaces because because I don't have a super long neck. Right. I have to do everything I can to make sure I have like all this open. Yeah. So that I you elongate it with the illusion. Yeah. Well overall I kind I liked her look. I would give it a crowning. I would give it a crowning as well. Audience went sixty percent crowning, forty percent frowning. Interesting. Next, we have Lemon, hair by Carlos the Uber Driver, dress by Jamil Moreno, jewels from Jasmine Rice LaBeja. I think this is precious and campy. It wasn't what was expected, yet it's exactly what you think Lemon would do. It was Um, perfect. It was poofy but specific. The hair is coiffed just right. It hid that little tiara adorably. This was very well done. Yeah, she she made a really, really smart choice. And do, again, like, when it comes child pageant. Yeah, and when it comes to body, she didn't need to do what the judges wanted because it was the right silhouette for this look. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I really think this was a very smart look. Yeah, she's a smart cookie. Yeah. Brooklyn and liked her manic. Yeah. Brooklyn liked her manic and robotic psycho character. Allie X thoroughly loved her runway and loved the socket. I Cute. hope I never see a socket in my life again. <laughs> I thought it was cute. No, it was cute for the look, but if ever another drag queen tries to wear that, no way. <laughs> I'm definitely giving this a crowning. Definitely a crowning. 89% went crowning, 11% went frowning. Next we have Rita Vega, hair by Peach, look by Jonathan Grandolfo. This gown is stunning. It's pageant, so it looks exquisite beautiful. on her. Short hair for a pageant runway is very bold, and it can only work in this situation. But I will say it is not styled perfectly, and when you pair it with this dress, it does look a mess. I wanted to loan her my 
wig, my silver wig by Vanity. Because I was yeah. like, I know this is really what you want on your head yeah. right now. <laughs> it, volume. You need the little bit of volume. Yeah, you could just tell it was a cheap wig that they tried to make into something. It was a human hair wig, too. What? Yeah, that's what it said on Instagram. It's a human hair wig. I don't... Human, human hair wigs can be a hit or a miss. Right, because it's you have to style it perfectly. Yeah, and you can't really go all out with teasing nope and to me okay i will say she definitely was trying to give brooklyn heights because brooklyn heights wears a lot of those cute yep. little pussycat blonde wigs that are like kind of super like um edgy looking which i love clearly i love my short right. little vanity wig a lot and um I don't know. I just don't think it goes well. It didn't really fit Rita well. Her head is a little too big for it. Mm -hmm. It it really goes well with like a smaller petite. Yeah. She just needed more volume on it and then it could have worked. It it just wasn't right. The other thing I did not like, and I agree with Brooklyn, I too wish the jewels were black. Yeah, that was like a nitpicky thing that I I wouldn't have really, I didn't really notice when I watched it. But when she pointed it out, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's the little, um, it's the little also, details. I love the gloves. Yes, the detail on the gloves. so good. Yeah. Well, Jeffrey didn't get the hopeless romantic from her character. Allie X says she wasn't the most memorable. And Brooklyn said the stunning dress, she wants the stunning dress but needed a black earring. Stacy says she owned the runway. I'm still giving it crowning, even though the hair was a mess. Also, I didn't like that the, um petticoat under her skirt was so short so Mm -hmm. like when you see like a mermaid type dress like that you want the bottom to like kind of evenly flare out yes and it kind of went uh, and then like dropped off yeah and to me that's just like such a easy fix like a it's like a deep a very detailed thing that should have been done if you're a polished drag queen because i'm looking at the video right now and i can see the petticoat under it and it's too short yeah you can get that on amazon (laughs) it's not like the crazy this wall that you can get you can get the specific petticoat for that mermaid trumpet dress anyway you should should send her a message send her a message and let her know girl here's the link (laughs) um yeah i I give it a crowning because the dress is gorgeous and like at a distance, I don't really care too much about the wig. Yeah, no, I, I know mean, what she was trying to do. Exactly. But like, when you get up close, then I care about the wig. Right. I when <laughs> she walks into a room, your eyes dart at her, but it's not the best. Yeah. The audience and audience went ninety three percent crowning, seven percent frowning. Yeah, and she did a great job covering her tattoos. She did. That was very very well done. <laughs> and again, on Instagram, she gave credit to Alona Verily for helping her out doing that. Oh, I didn't know that. Good sissies. There you go. Next, we have Priyanka. Gown by Kitten Caboodle. Hair by Katinka Couture. Jewels by Fierce Jewels. And the winner of the evening gown is Priyanka. Uh, The color is exquisite on her. The stoning on the front portion is perfect. The hair is different for Priyanka, yet it's so perfect for this look. This is going to be a runway to remember. Glad she's wearing a styled wig. Right? Um, the color on her is perfection. Oh, it was like, beautiful. Love that she gets to like showcase her heritage. Yep. And like, lo- yeah, just love everything about it was perfect, perfect, perfect. 
and yeah. the stoning on it and just the way that it draped and everything. Perfect. Yeah, it was, and it, just having that little extra piece of fabric just flow behind you, it was it was so smart. Yeah, I kind of like the hair. I'm like, it's not my favorite. No, it's not. Rag. Well, it's, and it's not my favorite in general. Like, I, I don't love that hairstyle for a pageant, but for Priyanka, who we've never really seen do something like that, it worked because she knew what she was doing for this specific. Yeah, I would have loved something maybe a little bit more, another, like, culture reference like maybe mm. with some jewels in the hair sure. or like some like gold like embellishments like something kind of you know goddess yeah. You know. yeah i mean i think if i were to have styled it i would have done a, a different kind of updo like as you were saying actually up um yeah. not but to either this, it was too much this way yeah it was too, too horizontal too much, yeah but overall, it was great. Brooklyn called her one note and needed her to be funny. Jeffrey says she played too small. Allie X wanted her to hold herself with more confidence on the runway. And that is something that Priyanka uh, seems to do. She kind of melts into herself with her with her back. She kind of... She kind of... Yeah. I have small. That, I feel like I have that same problem. I have a terrible hunch. And I need to start sitting up more. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> as I'm like leaning over like this. <laughs> um... I get that problem because sometimes I feel like I'm really trying hard to like give good posture and I'm right. like still not. Just have that confidence to own the room. Know you know that you are it. Yeah, shoulders back, bitch. Shoulders yeah. back. I'm giving Priyanka a crowning. Absolute crowning. Ninety-five percent crowning, five percent frowning. Whoever frowned this, I'm going to fight you. Shame on you. Next we have <laughs> Jimbo, no designers listed. All right, listen. Really? She, oh, she, she made it himself. I, I mean, I, I think, I think uh, she's she didn't post this look on her Instagram quite yet. So she doesn't really sure. post designers, does she? Oh no, she has. She, she has Violette for the gloves and yeah. Other stuff. Okay, listen. She said during the cycling challenge, "This is her silhouette. This is what she likes to do. It's fashionable camp. It is not pageant evening gown." Yeah. This is like red carpet. This is prom. This is like beyond red carpet and prom. This is like ball gown Cinderella. Like, it just doesn't... It's not evening gown. I get what she was doing. Like, she was trying to be her version of pageant over the top. Like, campy. But the category was pageant realness. And she just has to understand... A category as a category for a reason. Mm-hmm. Know your fucking category history, bitch. <laughs> I will say the thing that did save her for it to be a pageant look was the hair. I know the judges yeah. didn't love it, but I loved it. I like I've seen girls wear that hair before in a pageant. Oh yeah, that it's that Stephen Perfidia hair. I yeah. love those curls like that. It's stunning. Sure, there may have been like a curl coming a little loose, but it was good. So. Stacy didn't like the hair um, and thought the dress was ill-shaped. Jeffrey laughed the hardest at her character. Brooklyn liked the sh- that she bejizzled her face, but thinks this was another design challenge. This Jeffrey she- calls it campy, but not glamorous. And then Jimbo claps back. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I'm not glamorous. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, she snap, bitch. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I can understand how it can be hard to get critiqued for your art and standing up there Absolutely. and having to listen to it. 
but yeah, that's what you signed up for. This is one of the few critiques that I actually agreed with from the judges. Yeah. And I love Jimbo. I'm a Jimbo stan. Yeah. But I, she just didn't do the category right. I agree. It was unfortunate. But at the end of the day, I still want to give it a crowning. I would give it a crowning as a standalone look. But if it's based on the category, it's a frown. All right. Audience won 60% crowning, 40% frowning. And finally, we have Scarlet Bobo outfit by Kit and Caboodle. Gorgeous. Scarlet has never looked more glamorous. Um, I love that she walks out with the cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Fierce bitch. I think this color is right on her. The fur is perfect. The beading and stoning is sensational. I wish the fur was a little more extravagant. Because the dress is so extravagant. And there, there are many parts to the dress as well. Yeah, it has like that like jellyfish moment on the side. Yeah, and, which I don't love. I, don't, I want it to be attached. I don't love that it just flops around. I think that it would have looked better if she was, had a little bit more body. Uh-huh. I think she needed a little bit more boob and a little bit more hips. And I think it would have filled out. But I see what you're saying now, how it's like kind of at the side of the dress. You're right. I do wish it was attached yeah. to the dress, like I think all the, the way down the seam. Yeah. The hair is brilliant. It's really giving uh, Manila Luzon a run for her money. Love. What yeah, I will say, I also hate the green jewels. It pulls your yeah. eye away. I'm noticing that right now. I don't understand it why. It needs to be like black. Green. It needed to be black. Yeah, or like diamonds or something. Yeah, it was green was a very bold choice. I, I I appreciate that she put the bold green in the ear and the ring to show there is a connection, but I don't think it was the right color for her. For this, yeah, color. and it clashes too much with the red lip. Yeah, it's just too much. It's it's trying to give me a Christmas moment where there doesn't need to be a Christmas. <laughs> exactly. <moment. laughs> um, Jeffrey said he had her laughing the whole time. Aliax said this was her favorite look on the runway. Brooklyn calls her 1940s glam with an edge, like a rock star forced to go to the Oscars, and then you get that um, head turn from Jimbo being very upset with that critique. Um, I love this look. I'm really uh, proud of Scarlet for it, and I would give it a crowning. Absolute crowning. Definitely best... Well, I don't know about best dressed. I feel like the best gown for me is between her and Priyanka. Yeah, I think Priyanka definitely won it. But crowning 88% from the audience, frowning 12%. Guess what, audience? I went all crowning, all six looks. This is a first on the podcast. Work. We are now going to talk about Untucked Junior, as I call it. Uh, Scarlett feels seen, while Priyanka feels stupid because she's in the bottom again. Priyanka thinks she's a delusional girl in the club, wondering if all her time on TV was all for naught. I feel bad. Yeah, and Priyanka crying in her confessional was a hopeful moment for those banking on her winning the show, because it still gives us a little bit of hope that there is a full arc for Priyanka that we're not getting from some other people on the show. Yeah, I'm like thinking she's either going to be top four and get out there, or make top three. Yeah, but I just don't think there's enough room for. <sighs> 
I will talk about that later. We'll yeah. talk about the top later. Okay. <laughs> Jimbo <laughs> thinks she might be in the bottom and starts to rip Jeffrey apart. She thinks <laughs> Jeffrey needs to look up the definition of glamour. If you question her taste level, she questions your knowledge of the English language. This is like the Canadian version of Santino Rice. Shut the fuck up with your no drag knowledge ass. <laughs> it was so good. I was cracked. I was, my jaw was dropping the entire yeah. scene. I was like, Jimbo, you gotta calm it down, girl. So then, it's, read... it's so, I, I think it's so funny that they, almost all of them have pretty much popped off. Yeah. Yeah. They, for like a few, like a handful, they've all kind of had like their moment where they've gone off the deep end. Rita then asks if Jimbo is open to outside critique, to which Jimbo says yes. I know! Jimbo said yes! And Rita was very, like, on eggshells about it, too. Very respectful. Yeah, she was very... She, yes, you're right. She was very good about it. So she says that it's the first time that she felt that Jimbo looked older than she is, even with the snatchback tape. <laughs> Jimbo is so offended. She calls Rita's wig a crusty-ass golden girl bullshit on no, her wait, head. No, wait. First she says, I guess, wasn't a, I, well, I was trying to make myself look younger, but I guess I'm just an old, dumb bitch. <laughs> said, oh my god, I was laughing so oh. hard. And Jimbo continues on and comments that it's a hard wig line, the fried hair, and the wig should go directly in the garbage. And L Rita is literally gagged. She's like, I didn't ask for this. She said, your lace looks like vomit. Literal oh, throw up. And like, oh my god. She said, your hair looks like you dunked it. A grandma dunked her head in a toilet. <laughs> and Priyanka, back with another confessional gold moment. Oh she's dead because she's wondering if she has a job if she can get if she gets eliminated while Rita and Jimbo are like two senior citizens who have been in the home for too long. Again, I'm offended by this shit because they're Rita's my they're age. They're not that old. <laughs> no. Like whatever, but it was a very very funny moment and like this is maybe my favorite untucked junior of the season so far. This is going to be drag race history. Yeah, this this was very good. Like I thought that when Jimbo Laid Ilona in her petty moment when, yeah. when she was crying. I thought that was the highest untucked <laughs> moment so far, but this is just like gold. Jimbo has had it officially. And then she keeps going on for like a few minutes. She's like, I mean, look at it. Like they keep, they'll keep someone else to say something. And then she's like, I mean, just look, the hair, the flyaways, <laughs> like it's so <laughs> ugly. Like so bad. she was not holding back at. Oh. Yeah. Well, for those with reference <laughs> watch, we get just between our first runner up, runners up, and then bring back our congenial misses. Come on, writers, you got to do better than this. This is not working for me. Yeah. Go back they, to the Canadian references. They need to like take some of the writers from the American one and like have a workshop with them or something. Yeah. Or just hire me. Either one. <laughs> Lemon is the winner of the week, winning an all-inclusive luxury vacation for two to Iceland, courtesy of Pink Iceland. Are you Dick done me. with her? I fucking <laughs> wish. When I saw that, when I heard that prize, that was, that's like the best prize they've had so far. Yeah, I was like, that was good. That and the cruise. I'll, like, I'll take either of them. 
all the fucking like Hilton packages. I'm like, oh my god, I roll. Now, do you agree with Lemon winning the week? I do. I, 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 talking through it, I think I now agree. I just feel bad for Scarlett. Like, literally, she could have yeah. been easily the winner of the week. But it's almost they like really, the producers want to break her down. They really do. And, like, granted, what we see on TV is, like, who, who knows how they were actually making her feel on right. real life. But, like, for what we see, it looks like they were really pumping her up to win this episode. Yep. And um, it was very the Jan moment, like the face crack mm-hmm. Jan moment. Like someone on Twitter, like a few hours after posted the picture side by side. And I was, that's literally the first thing I thought of when I saw it. I was like, oh yeah. my God, she face cracked like Jan. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a moment. Scarlett, Rita, and Jimbo are safe, leaving Alona and Priyanka as the bottom two. Do you agree with that? Yes. Yeah, because Jimbo's character was so solid. Yeah. And and even though Priyanka's runway was great, it wasn't enough to save her from the performance. Because the I performance agree. obviously was weighed much heavier Abs- than the absolutely. runway. Um, yeah, it, it's unfortunate that Priyanka's in the bottom again, but did we get a performance? The yes. song is Hello by Ali X. I've never heard it before, but it's become my new jam. I think this is an excellent lip sync song. Mm-hmm. Like, I will yeah. potentially use this for Iconic now, just so people know in the future. This is a this good is, one. It's They've a been good... having some good ones. Yeah. Like, um, um, I Drove I All Night was Girlfriend. epic. Yeah. The Avril Lavigne one was perfect. Perfect choice. Yeah, I'm, I just love Priyanka. She makes um choices in her yeah. lip sync. Well, let's let's discuss that. I mean, Alona does the park and bark basically again. She is very one note, but Priyanka gives you the Priyanka show. She is perfect and campy, and she is a real lip sync assassin who can give you pure joy when you watch her. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm it's rare for me to watch a lip sync on Drag Race and and feel happy and excited and be like I want to see more of this queen. Yeah, and she's a storyteller. Absolutely. And- and she's um, takes her time. Mm-hmm. And like, even I'm though it sure... was like a super fast song, she was like not like moving super fast like right. Alona was. Was like crazy strong movements. And I'm, she was like I... collected and like deliberate. And I'm sure she did some like, okay, these are my beats. I'm gonna try to do this here, this here. I'm gonna go play around here. So when she did that pageant wave, hello, that was funny. Mm-hmm. But then she used the resources of being sucked behind Alona and then popping out behind her to wave hello. Mm-hmm. That was the moment. That won the, the lip sync. It was mm-hmm. probably not mm-hmm. planned. That's where Priyanka's a good improver. Yeah, she's showing, she's at least showing through in that, in that area. Yeah. That's one difference that she's had from Cracker. Because I feel like Cracker in her season, when she had to lip sync, well, I guess so she only lip once. Right. And it was she lost, right? Right, because she couldn't do a center split for a fourth time. Just saying. Although she did win her lip sync on All Stars, the rigged ass lip sync between her and Kennedy. (laughs) Oh god, I don't want to talk about that. That was yeah, me neither. That was rough. Um, But I will say, watching Ali X have pure joy seeing both these queens perform her number. 
that was really cool. She really loved watching this performance. Yeah, she was like laughing and really yeah. into it. I mean, it's really. I always love watching the guest judges watch their own song because they always ex- get excited by it. Well, I actually, this is a sidetrack. <laughs> I don't know if you saw. Um, I made like a new mix recently uh, from one of my new favorite singers, Sammy Ray, and she is like she's a Brooklyn-based singer. She's got a really, really amazing voice, and uh, so I made a mix of one of her songs. And she like saw a snippet of my show, and she posted it on her page. And I was like, "That's Ooh, so that's validating. awesome!" Yeah, yeah, on her feed, not on her story. She put that shit in her feed. That's and awesome. She's like, and she's like, "I love Pistrada, blah blah blah." And I was like, "Ah, I can see like, like that's so validating to like have that artist in front of you, and for them yeah. to be like, ah, you get my song, or you like, yeah. you get my music." And I think that's exactly what Priyanka did to stay. As she is now safe, Alona is going home. As Alona gives her final chat to the cameras, Allie X comes into the workroom and gives her a hug. And as Alona says, that's better than crown. Is it, bitch? I don't think so. I think you want that crown. Yeah. You want that crown. Well, <laughs> I have some burning questions for you. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. How will... Alona be remembered? And will her story outweigh the one-note drag persona? Well, I feel like she's unfortunately going to be looked at as kind of childish because of her behavior. I think that she's a beautiful queen. She's, you know, definitely got the full package and she's definitely a good... I think she's a great lip syncer as well. So I hope that she is looked to as a really good like role model for the First Nation Indigenous Two-Spirit community. Because um, I actually appreciate her um, her definition kind of of like her transness. Right. Because um, she's kind of two, Two-Spirit and trans are kind of like one or like similar concepts and so i love that she's kind of like this she doesn't feel like this pressure to be like a female presenting trans woman right like she considers herself a trans woman but doesn't like well she's like non-binary in that way right but she doesn't like consider herself being a victim of the drag race franchise. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like there's a lot of talk about like trans women in the drag race community. And it's like, she's a trans woman and she was cast in the show, but she's not a female presenting trans woman. So does that not count? I don't think that's fair. So I love that she represents that part of uh, the trans non-binary community. And I, I hope that it's kind of like opens up the conversation more and like Absolutely. And, brings and up I, more top talking points. I, I will say that I think I don't know if she didn't talk about it as much as someone like Jackie this season on Drag Race that we didn't get much of the heritage background from Alona and I don't know if that was timing or what so I, I, I that's why I wonder if she will be remembered in that way as opposed to being this brat one note whiny yeah, sissy. Yeah definitely like kind of gives off like Americanized like California yeah. like bratty girl 
but I guess that just is maybe but if our, that's her that's her yeah and maybe that's just not fair maybe like our depiction of what is to be indigenous an indigenous person absolutely is biased absolutely we're respecting her to be like brown skin or like you know, long hair, long black hair, right. like that's not a fair depiction. So I guess that's like a learning point for non-Indigenous people. Absolutely. You don't have to look a certain way to be Indigenous. Yeah, or I, 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 I think this was good casting. Having Alona on the show is, is very important. And I hope moving forward into future seasons of Drag Race, we will get similar casting. Yeah, she'll definitely be on All Stars. I would love to see some of these queens on All Stars in america but i know i, don't I mean i know that's what people have been floating around i know part of why they were rushing to get um season two of uk done uh was because they were gonna have like a us versus uk type thing these are all rumors okay. things that would have happened but covid really fucked a lot of shit up so oh my god who knows what will happen us would be so i would brilliant. i would love it um i've been saying like as soon as they all these countries are now starting to pop up they're gonna have a international olympic drag race absolutely you have to yeah um and then we'll when after we get our uh, american eurovision we'll do american drag race where each city uh, each state gets to send one queen to an yes. ultimate pageant you know what maybe i'm gonna do that maybe i'll do that honestly, as a digital show honestly like i really think it's time for some more drag shows that are not drag race yeah there you go. Like, All right, I've, I've decided I'm going to do a 50 state um, drag competition. Each, each state now. gets to, I know each state gets to submit one queen. Who are we getting from New York? Um, <laughs> that battle would be, be great. And it has to be like a preliminary round. Exactly. Each state oh my has God. to hold their own competition and then send. Their Honestly, best. at the fucking rate we're going with um, quarantine and COVID, I could probably pull that off. Yeah, on Zoom, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> Is there a way to remedy the judging or is this just the reality of how opinions work that everyone's got an opinion and you're all not going to agree? Like in reference to the shitty judging panel? Yeah. Being terrible at critiques? Uh, I I don't know. I I really hope they change it next season. Obviously, there's nothing they can change because it's all recorded already. So they don't, you know... They know now that everyone hates Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, but they can't change the season. Right. So who knows? He may not be a guest judge in the next one. Maybe. Because yeah. they, I mean, let's be real. Drag Race has changed guest judges and panels Absolutely. throughout history several times. I mean, I, I would not be surprised if we get to a point soon where we may see Carson and Ross go away for somebody new. yeah i mean there was there was a point when todrick was like on almost every judging panel right for one of the all-star reason. seasons yeah and then now he's not you know so because well, people like, hated him it was a, exactly the same situation and it's like if you're a producer you have to listen to what the audience wants exactly well, there are people watching your damn show except if it involves rupaul then you can't do anything about that gag fracking hashtag fracking <laughs> who is excited for a makeover challenge is that oh next week i next am week. we have this five like, left this is like where you're really gonna figure out yeah who's good at drag and who is not because now we have five queens we, left yeah scarlet is the only one who has not won anything 
Mm-hmm. But Scarlett, Jimbo, and Rita have never been in the bottom two lip sync. Lemon and Priyanka have. Uh, it's going to be very difficult. Yeah, I don't, I can't, I can't even guess who's going to go home next. I mean, if you're going by like drag race history and like what it means to not win a challenge, it's probably going to be Scarlett next. I'm imagining yeah. it's probably going to be her. But she seems like she's a really good makeup artist, so she is probably going to do a really good job in her makeover. Exactly. Yeah, and it'll be interesting because, I mean, um, I've never, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen Lemon makeover anybody else before. I don't think I have either, and uh, it's probably going to be a challenge for her. Mm-hmm. And then I'm assuming Rita being the house of Bega has many daughters she has made over before. Is... Um, is Bagla Chips related to her? No, just or it's just a coincidence. Just a coincidence. Okay, Bagla Chips is a pun. Rita Bega is a name. Yeah, see, I, I, I only thought that because they posted a picture or something, and Rita was like, "To my fellow Bagla." Blah, 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 yeah, no, so I, I think, think it was just the name thing. But Rita Bega Chips—that's the new drag queen. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right. After seven episodes, the winner of this season is. Uh, I want to say Jimbo. Okay. I I want Jimbo to win because... I mean, this was definitely Jimbo's just... Alaska moment. This was uh, PayPal me uh, $10,000. Yes. This was Jimbo's moment. The diva moment. They had, She had her diva moment. I think she's doing really well in the competition. She's showing a lot of charisma, uniqueness, nerve. <laughs> yeah. And... A lot of talent. Um, I think Lemon is also a shoo-in to be a winner. Um, she's definitely got it all. And she's got tons of charisma to boot. Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone who's listened to the podcast up to this episode, I've been saying it's Priyanka's game to lose. And she may have... This was a big fumbling point. But... She is still the talking head of the season. She is getting yeah, more screen right. time than anybody. That's why I think she's at least going to make top three. Yeah, and I, and, I, I or, could see, I could see Rita winning as well. Four. Rita could sweep in and win this, and I don't think the audience would be happy, though. I don't think Rita's going to win. Because when you think about it, they're going to do the whole who's your team hashtag. She might make top three, but... Yeah. I'm predicting now Priyanka's going to go out at top four and it's going to be a major upset and she's going to win Miss Congeniality and then it's going to be Rita, Jimbo, and Lemon. All right. There you go. So you're saying Scarlett goes home this week? I think so. All right. We'll see what happens. Where can we find you? Sorry. I'm like, it doesn't make any sense for anyone else to go home because everyone else has... Like you said, Priyanka's a talking head. Uh, Jimbo's a fan favorite. Lemon is a fan favorite. Yeah. And Rita is a producer favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, I mean, who, who knows? I mean, it's, it's Drag Race has shocked us many times before. True. Where can we find you on social media and Venmo? You can find me on all social media at Castrata NYC. C-A-S-T-R-A-T-A-N-Y-C. Uh, that's on Venmo. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Um, 
I don't. I have a Facebook page, but I don't really use it that much. So, <laughs> it usually is just like whatever I post on my Instagram goes to my right. Facebook. It goes to Facebook. <laughs> well, Kistrata, it was an absolute pleasure catching up and talking yeah. Candace Drag Race with you. Oh my god, I had so much fun. The biggest thanks to Castrata for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.